Right, how's it guys? Welcome back. Um, we're now finally getting back into doing our uh, podcasts in the flesh. So this all, this all seems a bit strange, really. It's been a well, it was before the first lockdown. We don't, it yeah. must have been, I remember doing one where we were talking about the coronavirus. Yeah. That must have been February. Well, and also, not only from as Last time week. goes, we've now, for those those who uh, follow us from around the world, we're in the UK, have uh, now got a release of different COVID regulations and restrictions, so we're able to hang out and meet up indoors. Um, yeah. So this is why this podcast now is, um, well, not coming to you live, it's pre-recorded, but we're live together as opposed to um, juggling technology and Zoom. So um, I think it's nicer as well, right, as you say, that like, Zoom has been used a hell of a lot over the last year, but it's just not that same connection. And it's, and it's nice just to have face-to-face -face communication and, and body language and that rather than just through, um, through Zoom. So it served its purpose, never worked, never, no, never really worked well with us, I thought, with, with the unplugged uh, podcast. But uh, you also may well pick up that we're in different surroundings because we as a practice have moved. Uh, we're on now on the outskirts of, of Norwich, a little more in the countryside. Like so, it, yeah, uh, yeah we've, we've been now yeah, for coming up to I think six weeks and we settled in and, and love it. Well, literally, you moved here six weeks after I moved within like a three minute walk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. moving, moving was the theme. So, the theme for we were talking of uh, themes for podcasts and, and with the change of regulations and certainly the moving premises, um, routine is a, is a big thing. It's a big. Uh, a big topic at the moment as we come out of regulations and uh, although there's this big thing Ollie, of people wanting to get back as much as they can for normal it's really a case of once again readjusting routine so um, routine uh, important thing for you in your either personal oh, yeah. or working life uh, the biggest thing that had to change last March is that my routine was get up meditate journal whatever walk the dogs exercise, go to the gym, and then get on with my day. But obviously the gyms were taken away. So then it was yeah. a different routine had to build up. And they came back, and then they went again, and then they came back, uh, those three weeks of Christmas. And I think like routine for a lot of people has been all over the place. And I know that, and I'm sure you have with speaking to clients, that it starts off, like it was all, it was kind of like a blur of these days. And then they did suddenly, like every day turned into the same. And then they got into times where you could get up a little later because you're working from home. So you went to bed a little later and then winter changed into summer when the change, uh, clocks changed and all that sort of stuff. It was easy to get thrown off. Yeah, yeah. And like weeks were blurring into and, weekends. Were blurring and, into well, weekends. did it for you feel like almost it was quite nice to get out of routine and then you're trying to find a new routine and then you like being back in routine and then we went last year, lockdown out, in and out and then you, it's just been... Routine's been great, but routines have just been changing one way or the other. Yeah, you mentioned like but I gym. like routine. I, I, like, I'm like i one of these people that hates change like, of routines. Yeah. Like, so like, even to the point that like, at the weekend I got thrown off because like, I had my weekend planned and then my wife was like, let's take the dogs to the beach. And I'm like, no, I'm doing this, this and that. Then we can take the dogs to the beach, yeah. but we couldn't do it. Routine is the, 
it's the death of spontaneity but i always think routine allows us to achieve a lot because we can plan and predict and have some level of control you can't plan for spontaneity though you just don't yeah, tell, you just don't tell it's the other like half that. Like, you know, like, this out where we can do something spontaneous. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of taking the family on holiday and saying, I've taken to this beach, it's cold, it's rainy, but I brought you here to enjoy yourself. Now get on and enjoy yourself. Yeah. I've planned this sponta- spontaneous trip out. Exactly. But yeah, I think routine is, is, is so important. Now, I've noticed since we've uh, moved here, at the moment there's roadworks and we've got caught out of roadworks. So I now leave home a lot earlier so that I'm here. My biggest fear is to get here late because I've been caught up and then I've, uh, I'm too late for people who, who find a different route in. So at the moment the roadworks are throwing us off. So I leave far too early, but I'm actually now getting into the office um, an hour before our first patient. So it used to be about half an hour. And it's giving me kind of 20 minutes. Um, it gives me leeway if I do get caught up with the, with road, road, uh, you know, the traffic and roadworks. But actually that 15, 20 minutes, it's been really nice to have that quiet time at work. And it's a, it's a kind of change, it's a forced change routine. But it's one which I actually think, you know, I kind of might keep that when yeah. you can because I've noticed the benefits. So sometimes when we throw out a routine, and we, we have to find other things, um, and we have to adapt, we actually understand that uh, actually, this is actually better than what I got used to, because yeah. we can get stuck in a routine. Yeah, and I think that's that's the awareness of it as well. I, I think our body likes routines. Like yeah. When we look at meal timings, it starts releasing insulin at routine times, hormone patterns and stuff with like, so okay, your movement is built on routine, with a high cortisol in the morning, low, and then melatonin taking over. So like, we need routines, but it is good to be able to switch things up. Like I know that my exercise routine has changed a lot in a healthier way over the yeah. last year. As we said, like being addicted to the gym, like wondering like that rug pull from under you, like, oh, what do I do now? And then like now having to be in a much healthier place and actually practicing, I would say, I'm not gonna say 100% of what I preach, but 95% of what I preach, like practicing that in a forced way has helped me more. Yeah. Uh, to develop things which are going to help me longer term um, and it g- gave me an opportunity to as you say explore these new routines to the point of actually it's quite nice not to train every day Monday to Friday yeah. it's nice to have a morning you, office you mentioned also um, routine in the context of like sleep and the circadian rhythm and that it's, it's actually quite an interesting one to highlight um, with with, with this, this, if anyone doesn't understand that circadian rhythm it's Basically, your body clock, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's my point: is that actually, in a modern day life, we we associate routine with what time do you get up? And I've got to be here at this meeting, and I, I, you know, journal. These are all physical, structural things. But what we really got to understand from a from a health perspective, the body has natural rhythms. Yeah. We're just uh, cocking it all up by living in a, a life out of false out, light out and of, everything. Yeah. yeah, false lives, false sleep. With you know, let's watch, stay up and watch a movie. And these are all things thrown off. You also look at the, you know, certainly the male hormone cycle, but particularly the female hormone cycle. It's all about rhythm. You know, it's in a very much of a set. So, so when it's irregular, there's a lot of things of what we use um, medical approaches to force it to be rhythmic. But in actual fact, the question is why is it being thrown out of that natural rhythm? So like yeah. sleep, we've, we've spoken about and done podcasts with sleep. 
So routine is very is, we in, we are ingrained in routine as as uh, as systems, mm -hmm. as far as how we digest and how we so a change in routine or a change in rhythm um, can be a, an indicator we can move ourselves away from health by being all out of that routine. You know, digestive system, sleep pattern, breathing rhythm, all sorts. Um, you know, heart variability. We, yeah. you know, we we and I spoke about, but we can do that another time. But there is there are body rhythms in place yeah. rather than just the, you know, I like to eat lunch at this time and 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 planning my life. Your body is already in rhythms. Well, I think as well that we underestimate how powerful that is. And one of the things that I'll speak with clients with. So I've over the last year, uh, we've spoken about the functional medicine side and I became licensed in being a practitioner and we look deeper into brain health and inflammation going on in the brain. I do a full brain screening, which is like 14 section questionnaire, which goes through different things like stress on the brain, blood glucose management and things like that. But after going through that, one of the things that makes the most improvement is just being consistent with your wake times, consistent with your sleep times. Yeah. And that's when we get things like your Monday morning feeling because we have this Monday to Friday block where people want to get up at 6 and they might sleep at 10 and then like oh, Monday to Friday, then Friday they might sleep later, eat some food they wouldn't normally have, Saturday they wake up later, sleep later, Sunday they wake up even later, Sunday night they try and sleep earlier and then the body's basically jet lagged, filled with different toxins that they wouldn't normally have and that's just throwing off that routine. So where I've seen people that as you say, working from home, they've had to shift their like, day from like this like start and finish to this start and finish. And then people with kids that have been on and off school and all that sort of stuff, it's been a lot of extra stress on, on the body. Yeah, and we all just trying, we always chasing, either trying to get back into a routine or like when we go on holiday, they won't want to get out of a routine. Yeah. But actually, you mentioned an interesting one as far as um, you know, sleep and rhythms. The other also thing from a functional medicine perspective is, is quite enlightening, you know, we've spoken before with cortisol of how even just simple simple as a late night cheeky snack, especially of a, a high sugary kind of carb thing of how it spikes a cortisol. So I looked in quite a lot in, in, um, in testosterone levels and stress and supplementation of that and, and it shocked me of how just that element of that that late evening snack of how that can really throw up spike of cortisol and then you're trying to go to sleep. So rhythm, rhythms are important, but it's also it's, it's interesting how, how little, seemingly little things can throw us off. But it's also very individual as well, like that sugary snack for one person might actually help the other person sleep. Yeah. Like, I mean, well, we're, we're talking about the processed like, sugary food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. But one lady like mentioned to me, so we're working with her there, she had breast cancer a couple of years ago and had successful treatment and now she's having breast reconstruction surgery. But she's got to be under a certain weight before they, well, they're doing it 100% on BMI. Um, she's got to be under a certain weight to be safe for the operation to then be able to have that. So her pre-op is Thursday next week. And we just wanted to get her routine going with sleep. And I said, look, just have a little protein snack before bed. She was doing her sleep score and it was like going all over the show. She wasn't physically feeling like she was waking up. When she tracked it on her Fitbit, it was like light sleep, not getting into any deep sleep and then just awake, awake, awake. But not enough where you would be awake and actually feel it. She had like two teaspoons of, of peanut butter and she said she had the best sleep score she had. She'd been tracking it for three years. 
Yeah. I went from like 60 to 85. Just about well, was she snacking? Was she snacking before sleep, or was that precisely that? Because the the classic thing is is to so when I was looking into to that and the stress response um, is exactly that have a small amount of protein just before going to sleep where you feel I'm peckish I, managing blood sugar, I want yeah. something to eat the body's saying you know I'm dipping but then having a small bit of protein uh, as opposed to a, a sugary snack it doesn't spike the cortisol level so it won't disrupt that, but, uh, that sleep it's, cycle as much like with the spike in cortisol is because of blood glucose mismanagement, right? Like, so usually, it spikes blood glucose and it comes down and then yeah, cortisol yeah. goes up to raise it back up again. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, but also very often it's, it's, um, it's also what, classically what happens during the day affects later on as well. So there's, there's a big thing there. People look at like sleep as well and when I've spoken to people about what is your morning routine? Well, I thought we were talking about sleep. Yeah, like when you wake up, are you getting sunlight pretty quickly? Are you grounding yourself like trying to get outside or using an earth thing yeah. like, like how you wake are you actually waking up with the first thing you do have a black coffee yeah okay well we'll stop that yeah and have that a couple of hours later yeah. you're not going to cut out coffee but just having it a couple of hours later your body wakes up more natural and your sleep's better yeah so, so it's basically almost like your quality of your night's sleep starts depending on yeah. when you wake as soon as you wake up. Exactly. It's not yeah. about literally... Because it's so heavy rhythm, right? Yeah, it's the whole yeah. rhythm. And if you really get holistic, it's also about all the other rhythms. So yeah. to finish off with, with routine, what's, uh, for you, what's one of your key routine things that's, that keeps you on track or for you? Or, my one is going to be a weakness, is that my weakness is that I get stuck into doing something later in the evening and that throws me off. So one of the things for me, particularly now with coming into to um, work earlier, is to make sure that I'm getting my shutdown, slowing down, and getting um, sleep preparation earlier. Yeah. Because I'm in a different routine. So I'm trying to be that. Not I don't get it. I didn't get it right last night. Got to bed um, far too late, and I can feel the effects from today. So you also learn from. You don't get it all right. But, so for my one, it's sleep and, and sleep preparation at the moment of, of readjusting my routine. So I'm not then chasing the last couple of emails and that's knocking me off. And that's when then the, the, uh, I get into bed late and now I'm chasing. So what is, what is one thing for you as far as routine, what keeps you? I think just being strict. Like, apart from when the line of duty was on, I went to bed a bit late. I haven't watched one of No, like, I don't know why they finished like that, but anyway. Um, I have not a clue what you I, usually, I know the concept, but I, I, I usually like, would not watch live TV, but then I was like, oh, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram, oh, there's gonna be a spoiler. So we watched that last one live. Anyway, um, I would say that strictness, where it's like, I say to my wife, I say, look, if you want to stay up later, that's fine, but I'm gonna go to bed, read a book, and I'm gonna wake up at this certain time. So she wants to lay in Saturdays or Sundays. Like I might have half an hour difference, and if I do feel ridiculously tired, like Saturdays might be another hour or two later. Like it might be half ten, eleven. We go to bed, but I, I usually will switch off the TV about half nine, quarter to ten. Go to bed, read for like fifteen minutes, and I'm ready for sleep. Mm -hmm. And that consistency and that strictness, though, there's a a couple of times, yeah, if we're out, it's a bit different, or we have um, uh, a mental health support group for guys, and 
um, called Bro Society and we meet up every two weeks. And that night, I'm usually out till about 10 o'clock, so I get home, have something to eat, and then I go to bed probably about 11. But when we have our Zoom meetings, because we have a Zoom, then an in-person one, uh, we use my Zoom room, so I'm like, I'll start the room, I'll be on there for the first hour, but I cut off tech, go downstairs and chill out at about eight o'clock. And it is that consistency. And okay. eventually when, when I have kids and stuff like that, it'll be harder to keep that is, consistency. Harder, but, but the key with kids, especially young kids, is routine. You yeah. keep them on routine, life is a lot easier. And I think like, as well, like, this is also, I'm in that position that I've built my routine for me. Okay. Uh, and I think, and I understand that's easier said than done for a lot of people. Like I built my routine, like we were saying about like getting up and starting my work day at like 11, 12. And due to time zones, it's easier with clients in America. But also I might have a client in America that can't do till 12 noon West Coast Pacific time and it's 8 p.m. Yeah. So I might occasionally have that day. But as much as I can is like no work stuff after 8 I can do my mails throughout the day and stuff like that, but no work stuff like that. Twelve till eight is my my window. So we'll finish up with the 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 key component of routine is routine. Routine is keeping it a routine. Exactly. Rather than yeah, I think fits and starts and being consistent. Yeah, and it's it's being able to make yourself the centerpiece of your routine. Yeah. Yeah. So leaving on 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 that. What is your routine? What are the, uh, the things that you're strict with? What are the things that are the must-haves of keeping a routine? Um, or, you know, what are the, some of the things that perhaps you find harder, which is your, your failures? You know, that, that's how we learn. That's how we find out what our routines of getting things right and, and, and many times getting wrong. So pop the comments, let us know. As always, we're uh, great to engage with you. And uh, we'll hook up next time with another topic on the Unplugged. So thanks to Ollie and thanks for you guys for joining Take us. Take care. We'll Bye -bye. see you soon.